This is Mishmash, a weekly conversation where we unjumble an important and sometimes under the radar statewide story that affects you. Remember that census? Yes, the decennial count of the entire population of the United States, which was just getting into full swing when we became the unwitting subjects of a worldwide pandemic. That's right. This year's count is still underway, although a lot of national attention is now focused on other things. But it is time to pay really close attention right now because the deadline to fill out your census form is coming up pretty quickly. That's right. September 30th is the last day as of right now to fill out the census form. And it's so important that people fill out the census because of what it means for federal funding. The census will determine how much federal funding we get for things like health care, roads and infrastructure, public safety and education. And it will affect that funding for an entire decade, 10 years. What we do between now and the end of this month will have a huge impact that will last until 2030. And right now, Michigan as a whole is actually on par with the rest of the nation's response rate. So well done us, sitting right around 70% of households that have filled out the census. But local officials in some cities and regions of the state are sort of in panic mode right now because their local response rates are very low. In the city of Detroit, for example, fewer than half of all households have filled out a census form. And that has Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan very worried. That's right. Mayor Duggan joined us here on WDET's Detroit Today with Stephen Henderson recently to talk about this issue. Not only is he worried because of the low response rate here in the city, but also because of federal policy changes at the Census Bureau that are going to severely limit its ability to account for low response rates on the census. I don't have any confidence in any appeal process. I think if we don't fill out these forms, you know, we're, we're going to be really hurt. And this is especially a problem in communities of color and in cities with large immigrant populations. Those are populations that have traditionally had low response rates to the census, but are even harder to count this year for a lot of reasons, including fear of the Trump administration's immigration policies, but also, you know, that global pandemic that has hit communities of color especially hard. And another concern for cities especially is about how this will affect political representation in Washington and Lansing. Urban areas have for a long time lost political clout at the state capitol and in Congress, and that clout is going more and more to suburban and rural areas. This census could speed up that shift in political power quite a bit. Cities like Detroit are now sending volunteers into the community to get the word out about the census, and they're doing what they can to educate residents about the importance of filling out the census, and they're trying to quell their fears about giving over that information. But they've got a huge gap to make up in a very short period of time. And that work is even harder because, again... (laughs) coronavirus. That's right. So if you haven't filled out your census yet, you can do that right now at 2020census.gov. Jake, we heard a little bit from Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan on this week's episode of Mishmash, but Mayor Duggan was actually on Detroit Today recently. 
That's right. He joined us here on WDET. Uh, Stephen Henderson, our host for Detroit Today, got a chance to really pick his brain about what's going on with this issue. And so we thought that it would be important to uh, bring that full conversation to you, the listener, so that you can hear all of the concerns and really hear, you know, Mayor Duggan's tone of voice when he talks about this situation that the city faces with this low response rate to the census. So here is Mayor Mike Duggan's conversation with W. WDET Stephen Henderson. Yeah, we got less than half the people have voluntarily filled out the form. So we are the third uh, worst performing city in America, ahead of only Cleveland, Ohio, and, and Newark, uh, New Jersey. But Stephen, the problem is far worse than in past years because I was a uh, census taker in 1980 as my summer job when I was in school in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. And there is no doubt that households of color are less likely to give the government information about who's in their house and what they're doing. It's true across the country. It's been proven over and over. And so what has always saved cities in the census and areas with significant immigrant populations is after the voluntary period is done and a numerator goes out, they have the address, they know you have not filled it out, they knock on the door and six different times, then they go to your neighbors. And the way cities in this country have been counted has been through that process. Mm-hmm. This year, Donald Trump eliminated the Detroit office, dramatically cut the enumerators, and just eliminated the month of October to do that follow-up. So there is a national strategy. Uh, to make sure that communities of color are are undercounted. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so the process that made up the gap in past years uh, is not there. And it's it's very concerning for cities all across uh, the country. And bottom line is, Michigan is near the top in voluntary response to the census. Detroit is near the bottom, which means if we don't get this fixed, not only will we lose a lot of money to the suburbs and outstate, we will lose state reps and state senators because they allocate the legislators based on this. Our cloud in Lansing for the next 10 years, it governs much of our lives, will be shifted to the suburbs and the outstate areas, and we're inflicting this on ourselves uh, by not uh, filling out this form. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that are going on right now to try to close that gap by September 30th? I, th- there have been some census takers who've actually come to my house and knocked on the door. I've seen that. I'm, I'm uh, glad to hear that. Were they from the Census Bureau or were they our volunteers? I think they're your volunteers. I yeah, that, I and that's the, con- that's the concern. Cause the, so the difference is this. We've, we've sent people out door-to-door asking people to voluntarily fill out the form, but the census law does not allow the Census Bureau to share your information with anybody for 70 years. They can't give it to the IRS. They can't give it to ICE. They can't give it to uh, your car insurance company. They can't give it to anybody for 70 years, which means when our volunteers knock on the door, all we know is this neighborhood has 50% uh, non-compliance, uh, uh, but we don't know which house, right, right. which makes our volunteers uh, effective only to the extent uh, you admit that you're doing it. The actual census taker with the census uh, vest, they know you haven't filled it out. They are always been the ones that are most effective. So we're out there knocking on the doors, and we're asking people voluntary compliance. You'll see us in front of grocery stores. You'll see us in front of food distribution sites. 
and you can fill it out on an iPad. Our staff will have the iPad. It'll take you 10 minutes. Uh, it is no problem, and you're set for the next, uh, the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, is, it is getting to a point of, it's not just me, every major city in America is now saying uh, we could see a political shift in this country from cities to suburban and rural areas mm-hmm. uh, because of the undercount uh, that the Census Bureau appears to be executing. I want to talk about that September 30th deadline, which, of course, was moved up, um, and what happens after that. Uh, in in years past and decades past, I remember that there is kind of an appeals process, and we get another bite at the apple uh, in 2021 to try to make sure that we count uh, everybody. Is that is that? what the plan looks like still? Well, the, the appeals process is between now and the end of the year. And the end of the year, that's right. right. So the appeals process before, uh, in 2010, was with President Obama. Uh, and even before that, it was with administrations that genuinely wanted uh, to have people be counted. Mm-hmm. This appeals process will be with Donald Trump. Uh, and so nobody's holding out any great hope. Uh, that the kinds of things that have been shown overall, uh, uh, apartment buildings mm-hmm. that you can see are visibly counted, uh, that you have only half the people there, uh, they have had a process called attribution, which they make reasonable calculations. Those are things the Census Bureau has done over the years to get an accurate count. I've never seen a Census Bureau that was trying not to get an accurate count. Uh, and so I don't have any confidence in any appeal process. Uh, I think if we don't fill out these forms, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be really hurt. Yeah. So, you know, I have a, I have a friend uh, here in the city of Detroit who will not fill out the census. And as much as I have worked to try to convince this person that he is wrong, uh, he, he, he's unmovable on, on the subject. And his concern is interesting to me. What he says is things are really bad in the neighborhood where he lives, in the community where he lives here in the city of Detroit, and that the census in the past hasn't helped make things better. And so he doesn't believe that filling out the census or making sure that all Detroiters fill out the census will make any difference. And he he thinks that the money, if it comes, will go to things that won't make a difference in his neighborhood. What what would you, as the mayor of the city, say to this person uh, that that I'm unable to, to to convince to 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 fill this out? Well, there are uh, 300 federal programs with with hundreds of billions of dollars of funds that are allocated uh, by uh, populations. So, for example, the school lunch funds that go to the Detroit schools is done by population. Medicaid funding available for health of people in this community is done by population. And so if you're saying, I can't get the grass cut in my neighborhood because of the census, that's true. Uh, But if you care about uh, health of our children, uh, food for, for our children, and a whole range of programs. There's a whole bunch of suburban and, uh, and outstate communities who actually understand this, who are filling out the forms. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so the reality is going to be uh, that if people in this city say, I'm not going to fill out the form because I'm not happy with the way they are, they're going to get worse. Uh, that's, just the, that's just the truth of the way it works. And I, I don't know how to deal with, 
with somebody who says, uh, let's cut school lunch money for kids in Detroit because I'm mad about my, my neighborhood. I, I, how do you argue with that? Yeah, yeah. Um, th- let's talk about that number, that $18,000 number, and the practical impact of that if that, if that happens, if, it's, you know, if, if our undercount is, is too high. What, what, what will we do for the next 10 years? Um, you'll have uh, less. Uh, you'll have significantly less revenue sharing, uh, which means less police, less fire, less parks, uh, less money for schools, uh, less money for health care for the next decade. There'll be no correcting it. Worse, even potentially than that, is today Michigan has ten, or Detroit has ten of the 110 House members and five out of the 38 Senate members. Mm-hmm. Not great, but it's been an effective block, and we have been able to pass. A number of things. That number goes down to not 10, but down to eight or seven state reps and down to three state senators out of 38. We get to the point where we're almost irrelevant. Uh, And now you start seeing things like uh, revenue sharing decisions. But think about how many things the legislature did to us in the past with things like the emergency manager laws Mm -hmm. and the like. Uh, We've been very effective the last five or six years in winning the votes in Lansing because I built coalitions between the Detroit block and some out-state groups. If the Detroit block is shrunk, uh, it means uh, that you're going to have a whole lot more decisions being made by people outside the city. And again, you say, I'm not happy with the service I'm getting now, so I will give more votes to the out-state interest and my life will get better. I don't know how to argue with that kind of logic. Again, that was Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan speaking with WDET's Stephen Henderson on Detroit Today recently. And that is all for Mishmash. I'm Jake Neer. And I'm Shana Roth. Thanks for joining us.